the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Welcome to Education Nation, where we tackle the biggest issues in American education. School is now in session. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Mark Durkin. Well, good evening and thank you for joining us here on Education Nation. I am Headmaster and host Rebecca Hagstrom, and it's a privilege to join you every Saturday evening here on AM 1280 The Patriot. I am joined in studio once again by the producer of Education Nation and my wonderful co-host, Mark Durkin. Nice to see you, Rebecca. How are you this Saturday? I am very good. How about yourself? Doing very well. Good, Thank you. good. Well, we are happy to be able to continue our conversation with Kim Crockett. We're going to be introducing her in a little while. She's back in studio with us again today. Um, but to give a little background again, in 2018, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in Janus versus American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, Council 31, which per Janus is a politically powerful government union, they ruled that unions can no longer charge fees for non-member government workers to help pay for collective bargaining. In writing for the majority on the Janus decision, Justice Samuel Alito stated, We conclude that this arrangement violates the First Amendment free speech rights of non-members by compelling them to subsidize private speech on matters of substantial public concern. And of all the public sector labor groups, teachers' unions, they are the largest and they are the most politically potent. Mm -hmm. And uh, last week we talked about an Educators for Excellence survey, and Minnesota teachers, basically, they indicated that they felt that that it was a lot less important for the unions to provide information about political candidates and their issue positions or support and endorse of political candidates. Uh, teachers' unions, they're working to indoctrinate. This is the sinister agenda that's at work today. And they're collecting billions of dollars annually from unsuspecting teachers while intentionally rewriting American history and replacing it with a radical Marxist agenda. And we'll be talking more about that at length mm -hmm. tonight, that, and some things that are going on in some of uh, uh, Minneapolis, uh, the Twin Cities school districts. Yeah. What are some of the agendas funded and implemented by teachers' unions into America's public schools? Well, tonight we'll continue our discussion in establishing the link between the teachers' unions and the various indoctrinations that are plaguing America's schools and undermining ec educational excellence, morality, law, and order. And America's teachers need to know that they can have the final say. Mm -hmm. Because of the Janus case and the work that Rebecca Friedrichs has done in her Supreme Court case, folks can opt out of union membership and no longer pay union dues to fund the teachers' union's far-left agenda. And here in Minnesota, the opt-out period runs through the entire month of September each year, just a few more days. Yes, yes. So I hope I hope people are listening carefully here. 
Well, joining us in studio for the next two shows to answer these questions and more is Kim Crockett. Kim is the Vice President and General Counsel at the Charlemagne Institute, and she also serves as the Chairman of the Board of the Rebecca Friedrichs Nonprofit for Kids and Country. Kim's been fighting against the indoctrination of our students and teachers by the National Teachers Unions since 2015. Welcome back into the studio, Kim. We're Thank so you. glad to have yeah. you back to cover this all-important topic. Yes, difficult mm-hmm. topic. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, we spent a lot of time last week talking about comprehensive sex ed and Planned Parenthood, and we did briefly mention uh, that Black Lives Matter and the 1619 Project Uh, were a couple of other pieces that were starting to make their way into uh, Minnesota's classrooms and also classrooms across the country. Um, Explain for our listeners what the superintendent of schools in District 287 recently said to teachers in regards to the need to interrogate their own whiteness and their own anti-blackness. What ultimatums are teachers in the district facing if they don't agree to the depths of self-examination that's being asked of them? Well, before I get to that... (laughs) I will answer the question. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to remind people where they go to opt out of funding this. If they are a school teacher, there's a website called Mm -hmm. educatedteachersmn.org. And that is where you go if you want to not fund what what we talked about last week. And what we're going to talk about today. And what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) And realizing that people, like, jump out of their car and go run an errand or yep. turn off the radio or whatever, yeah. that's the website. Give it if one more time. Educatedteachersmn.org. Great. And that's where you can go and get all the information you need if you don't want to fund what we're just about to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you were pointing to Egan High School in particular. Um, we also want to talk about the Hopkins mm-hmm. um, yeah, Welcome 287, back. I think, is the Hopkins. Oh, okay. Yes. So we are talking about Hopkins mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get um, to Egan for yeah. sure. It yeah. was very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, the superintendent of the Hopkins School District, which used to be an exquisite school district in Minnesota, award-winning, um, she opened up the, the year with this creepy message. It sounded like something right out of 1984. Mm-hmm. It was very Orwellian, this very strange voice. Basically, what she told teachers is if you're not willing to confess your racism or your whatever-ism. Implicit biases. Implicit right. biases. Uh, and, and she confessed to having light, being light-skinned because she's a, she's a light-skinned uh, black woman. Um, then go find a job somewhere else. That's mm-hmm. how, they, that's yeah, how that's she— That's the ultimatum. That's how she kicked off the school year— are all these marvelous educators who didn't come into teaching to indoctrinate children or to be interrogated by their superintendent or their principal or to be forced to wear their gender um, on their shirt or whatever. Oh, and by the way, they have to wear Black Lives Matter T-shirts, too, mm. they or they get in to. trouble. They were there. They became educators to teach children about yeah. how to read and our wonderful history and math and English and all of those things. Instead, they're they're kicking off the school year with a 2031 project um, where they're going to rid the Hopkins School District of racism, mm-hmm. uh, and they and they have this radical plan on on how they're going to do it, and it starts with confessing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is going on yeah. here? These yeah. are these are really creepy authoritarian, if not totalitarian, people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how she kicked off the school year, and when her um, her creepy video went kind of viral. 
um, she pulled it down. But it, it exists if you want to find it on Alpha News. Really? Okay. Yes, yeah, so you can you can watch her creepy and st- and go to about minute sixteen. Okay. okay, that's where she really starts in on the creepy confession and what's required of of. Uh, and by the way, she refers to students as her scholars, mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing. Well, you know, I've seen that in a very positive manner. Yes, you it know, should be. Um, but but <laughs> given the context of what you're saying, that is a little Orwellian, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Or they're playing, yeah. playing with language. Yeah. So yeah. that's how the Hopkins mm-hmm. superintendent rule. She's she. She governs the entire district. And, okay. uh, yeah. And by the way, her predecessor at Hopkins, who's also a leftist, mm-hmm. uh, is at the Edina schools now as the superintendent. How there. long? How long has the... Eh, I, think he's, I think he left Hopkins, I don't know, in the last five years. And because you remember, went to Edina. Edina went through all of these yes. issues. Edina is going through Catherine this too. Kirsten on our show many times yes. a few years ago yes. covering the detail of that. It was It was pretty... It's gruesome, uh, and, yeah. and the all test scores have plummeted. Yeah, all for one plan. That's right. That's what it was called. Yes, right. and their test scores did plummet. Yes. and Edina was also Hopkins a very high-level district. Yes, and then we actually had a couple parents on from Wyzetta, what two years ago, a year and a half ago, that were about talking about ago. how that was uh, that whole issue was influencing the grading system in Wyzetta, both in the middle school, and then they were they had plans to move it the equity grading up into the high school as well, and that's. A whole other topic, but again, you know, systemic racism exists in our culture, but I believe it exists in ways that are uh, much more at the core of learning and holding, not holding kids to uh, the accountability and giving them the support they need to be successful versus just throwing up your hands and saying, well, they can't be successful, so we're going to try to change the grades here a little bit. We're going to change the way we grade and Make it more even, and um, and then we're going to just tell the white staff that they are the reason why there is this massive um, gap. Right. In this is what they're education, being told. and that's so unfair. You know, these are teachers that are working hard to try to help their students be right. successful, and and are so- often successful helping their kids oh, be successful more than often. And yes. so it's just the wrong uh, approach. Well, the left is inherently a racist ideology. Mark and I had talked offline about how Planned Parenthood, for example, with Margaret Sanger, Mm -hmm. you know, the goal was to to annihilate, you know, it was to abort black children. And there's Mm -hmm. there's a heavy history of that that's been well documented that they're running away from right now. And what you're seeing in this leftist ideology is a is an inherent racism. It's a low expectation mm-hmm. for our kids of color uh, in the school systems. Mm-hmm. And if if nothing else has been proven through charter schools and magnificent char- uh, Christian schools like mm-hmm. yours and other academies, is that children of all backgrounds um, mm-hmm. can flourish, can flourish, flourish, not right. just survive, but flourish, flourish mm-hmm. and excel uh, and love learning. Um, when you listen to like Dr. Ben Carson talk about how once he decided he was going to embrace his smartness, <laughs> he's the surgeon. He's yep, this gifted yep. ne- neurosurgeon mm-hmm. and now head of HUD for the for the president. Raised in the Bronx by a single mom. Yes, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Detroit eventually. You know, you hear stories of all kinds of Americans that were born into difficult circumstances where their teachers, their parents didn't give up on them. But what the left is saying is that those standards in our school system are white standards and therefore racist. Uh, 
this whole woke agenda thing um, uh, uh, calls that wrong. Uh, and if you try to enforce standards, well, then you're just that's whiteness and white privilege, and you're actually creating the achievement gap. I mean, this is a crazy conversation, mm-hmm. but this is what's going on in our schools, yeah. and why we want uh, parents to seriously consider uh, pulling their kids uh, from public schools that are engaging in this city and this ideology, um, but teachers to stop funding this radical agenda. Because they can't, they can't fund it if you don't give them your paycheck, mm-hmm. uh, and it's eight hundred to fourteen hundred dollars a year right. for teachers to belong to the NEA AFT Education Minnesota complex. Takes in about fifty-seven million dollars a year from teachers, and they mm-hmm. just keep raising the dues. By the way, to keep that that money pumped up, mm-hmm. and the ha- half of the dues go to the state union, and a quarter go to the national union. Is that correct? It gets yeah, it gets split yeah. between the NEA right. and the very always radical American Federation of Teachers, run by the very lovely Randy Weingarten. Mm-hmm. Look her up. Oh, she's fun. Who, oh, who absolutely insisted that they not reopen schools because it was much too dangerous. And you know that's a whole other topic. These right. kids not being given the opportunity for a true education. Um, well, but there's an opportunity there, there. If they're not in the schools, parents. Uh, watch yeah. what they're doing online, yes. as we discussed last week. Yes. The sex ed and the other lies, like the 1619 Project, mm-hmm. are all online. So watch. You have an opportunity mm-hmm. as a parent to look over their shoulder and see what they're seeing. Right. Um, but it's also an opportunity, an interruption for you as parents or grandparents to say, hmm, you know, maybe maybe there are other um, options for us. Uh, for our children's education, including homeschooling. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, e- you mentioned earlier Egan High School, and they also claim, evidently, that their education system was created to support whiteness. <laughs> and explain- I'm sorry. They're, <laughs> they're so earnest, and they're ridiculous. <laughs> We're going to defeat them. Yeah. We are. Um, We're going to defeat it, them through educating. Well, education is key. If we can get the education <laughs> in the hands of the kids. Here, right. If we could just get uh, them educated. Yes, yes. Um, explain uh. some of the... Nine anti-racism goals that the school has adopted. And what does the school mean when it says it will audit curriculum for racist content? And again, I just want to remind people, these are their goals. You know, you'd like to see that there's goals on we'd like to increase our math scores by this percentage or our reading scores by this percentage. But no, these are the goals. Nine goals on on this auditing curriculum for racist content. So what does that mean? Right. Well, I'll run through a few of them. I'll, I won't try to read all of them. And what you can do is go to EHS for um, Egan High School, mm-hmm. ehs.district196.org, uh, and it's backslash community backslash anti-racism dash efforts. Uh, so it's on the Egan High School website. They're not hiding this, guys. It's mm-hmm. in it's in plain sight. So mm-hmm. their goals, um, they they declare that they're going to become an anti-racism school. And I don't like racists. Do you? No, no, no. I don't no, like them at so, all. That's why I say the so goal I'm okay isn't with, bad. Right, <laughs> the right, goal but is it's, not bad. It's a good. It's what a good they goal. say. What they say is it's not enough to be anti-racist. You have it's the whole silence is violence argument. If right. you're not fighting, if you don't have that fist up, mm-hmm. then you're part of. Then you are. You know, you're still problem. you're still guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So here are some of the goals. The high school in Egan will increase the number of black, indigenous, and people of color. It's now BIPOC. We'll see that a lot. 
um, on the faculty and staff. Well, that's fine, and that's something that's been going on for years. Um, They will organize and participate in equity training for faculty and staff in areas of anti-racism, implicit bias, and inclusion. And this is, I love this, this training will be ongoing and persistent. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, and it has been. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're bringing teachers into staff meetings where union members are present, by the way. Wow. So there's a lot of pressure, a lot of peer pressure. The union people are in the room. Um, and telling white teachers and other teachers of color, by the way, that they're they're responsible for the black achievement gap. I have a friend who's a Latina, and she's been told that she's responsible for the achievement gap. Interesting. Even though she's brown, she's not yeah. black, yeah. Wow. so she's not the right color. I, I don't know. It's yeah. very. She was very confused it's, by that. So that is very confusing. She pushed back. Um, Egan High School will educate our students in order to create awareness of racist language and behavior among them. They will educate staff and faculty on how to better respond to that racist language and behavior and work with District 196 curriculum leaders to audit the curriculum for racist content and methods in every department. So they're going to um, be scratching through every bit of curriculum. I don't, I'm not seeing, mm-hmm. you know, math and history. I, and and on, I, on and on it goes. Can I stop you for a second there, Kim, yeah. too? You mentioned Linda Hoke. Hokey? Linda Hokeman. Hokeman. Yeah, no, um, and when Sorry, she, Linda. When she's, You're in the spotlight. Yeah, she's, she's a she's leader. Served, she's great. When she's, she served on, like I said, she came and spoke as in, in, in a... Um, small group of individuals that were talking about this very issue. And she is a, what she would consider to be like a traditional teacher. And she was told that by teaching traditionally, that was too white. It was very white. Too white. Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means. (laughs) And her kids, as you pointed out earlier, were succeeding regardless of their color. Yes. And yet she was being told that by teaching, and there, there was nothing racist about the content no it no, was physics all about is physics is in physics, how she was going right? about it that it was too that it was too white yeah and so when we say this you know we got to be careful that we're clear on that that um you know it's not that they're wiping out what you would consider to be really racist content of of things that we might all agree is appropriate to get rid of yeah. um these are this is taking it a step way beyond and and saying actual methodology could be considered racist or the scientific um, fact yes yeah. is racist mm-hmm. this is why when you drive around and you see the black lives matter signs that are now very cololorful ones if mm-hmm. you notice those yep. it says science is real oh i have not have you seen, noticed that no, i haven't seen any science signs. is uh-uh. real it's like uh-uh. uh yes it is right and that's your, why we teach and you, the scientific method <laughs> that's right which is another topic yeah. they've actually attacked the scientific method mm-hmm. as white Interesting. The woke agenda includes an attack on scientific yeah. method. And yet, see, what they do is they twist language by saying science is real, as though that makes them mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. purveyors and proponents of science. Mm-hmm. But, but in fact, they have actually uh, attacked and changed the scientific method. So it just means consensus now. Yeah. yeah. Not the yeah. scientific process. But My goodness. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. we have a we have a lot to fight here, folks. Mm-hmm. And teachers should not be funding us with their dues. You might agree with I don't know some aspect of this teachers out there who are listening or parents, but does it 
does this belong in the schools? No. Is this why we send kids Monday through Friday for eight hours a day or whatever? Is this is this what we want? Mm-hmm. Is this our idea of education? And is this what teachers want their union dues to go to support? Right. Mm-hmm. This isn't why teachers mm-hmm. um, became teachers. Mm-hmm. Right. They want to teach content. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Very good stuff. It's an overhaul of education is what we're seeing instead of dealing with the perpetrators of racism. Let's just change education all around, mm-hmm. altogether. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's an attack on our country. It is. Mm-hmm. It's an it's a it's a cultural Marxist attack on our on our nation. Yeah. Um, that's what this is. And you know, she who rocks the cradle, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the old actual saying is, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Mm-hmm. And this is what's happened: is they've gotten a hold of our kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which. By the way, I've been pointing out for years and years and years, and I do think that um, those who would bent conservative have really been blind to this. It, yes. it it's gotten too far now. It's it's going to be very difficult to go back and and try to correct this. Though I don't think that means we shouldn't try. Um, but you know, I've been trying to sound the alarm on this myself amongst conservatives for many many years. Yeah. And I'm shocked at how much I, th- th- my voice was not always heard. People didn't want to hear that. They wanted to say, oh, no, 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 our, fine, our schools are just fine. Our schools are just fine. Um, but, well, the schools you know, so. have become our church yep, they have in a lot of ways, especially yep. for families who are involved in athletics. Yep. And if you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, it's a yep. hockey, you know, I, mm-hmm. we go to, we, we, damn it, we send our kids to Minnetonka because it's got the best, oh, I'm sorry, Edina because it's got the best hockey team and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, parents are picking schools or loyal to schools because of sports and yeah. other curricular things, and they're not looking at the hard facts here of what the children are actually exactly. being exposed to in the classroom. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. Well, Mark, let's let's yeah, because uh, we'll, yeah, we're running out of time very quickly yes. here. We've got quite a few other topics we want to cover with you. Another today, another big issue, of course, yeah. are, are charter schools, and we know yeah. that state and national teachers unions are funded that the funding and the organizing behind the nationwide moratoria on charter schools to the devastation of millions of disadvantaged families. Explain for our teachers listening to what this really means, and we'll also have you talk to Joe Biden, you know, and what he has said in regards to funding with charter schools. Why don't you go ahead? Right. He gave an interview just a couple of days ago to the president of the National Education Association, which is uh, one of two national teachers unions that Mm -hmm. Minnesota teachers fund with their dues. And he told her in no uncertain terms that if under a Biden administration, there would be no federal dollars for charters, charter Mm -hmm. schools. And what we know about Mm -hmm. charter schools uh, and also private schools, anything other than, you know, your traditional public school district is that, as you mentioned, Mark, um, there's there's been a marvelous um, uh, awakening of education and love of learning and achievement in those schools because they, they figure out how to do something differently. Right. You know, maybe it's uniforms uh, or a core curriculum or, you know, Something different that, and not every kid is alike. Uh, Charter schools have been incredibly successful, uh, especially in minority communities, uh, in turning our our young kids into learners and and successful citizens and genuine scholars, genuine scholars, and excited Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. learning and 
going off into the world to do mm-hmm. to do good things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, uh, candidate Biden has promised that he would pull the rug out yeah. underneath these charter schools. Uh, and I suspect he would be a it would be a hostile, hostile president to vouchers for um, private schools. And why? Why? Um, because it challenges the monopoly mm-hmm. um, and the grip that um, teachers unions have on the education of our children through the public system. Well, and the money that that goes, the vast majority of the money that goes to support candidates from these national teachers unions is going to Democratic candidates. So it's over, it's over 99%. Be sacrifice, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's huge. And so they would be sacrificing, um, you know, you don't bite the hand that feeds you, right? right. And uh, I think that's a lot of what we're seeing right now. Um, well, in 2016, you obviously know and are very familiar with Rebecca Friedrichs. You sit on her board. Um, she led the fight against the divisive tactics, politics, and corruption of teachers unions as lead plaintiff in Friedrichs versus California Teachers Association. Mm-hmm. And that was a Supreme Court case. Uh, the CTA is an affiliate of, a, affiliate of the National Education Association. And her case paved the way for the precedent-setting ruling just two years later in Janus versus AFSCME which freed all public public sector employees from forced unionism. But during her case, it was the Obama-Biden administration and then the California Attorney General Kamala Harris yes. that argued against Friedrichs at the U.S. Supreme Court. Isn't that interesting? Fast forward to where we are today. Um, it's important for our listeners to understand what teachers are up against when they take a stand against forced unionism. Can you explain for our listeners the types of ferocious verbal attacks that Rebecca Friedrichs experienced from the Obama, Biden, and Harris supporters as she su- opposed forced union dues in the Supreme Court case. All right, and thank you for for noting that. Yeah. Um, she has reminded me recently that it was the Biden, uh, the Obama-Biden administration and Kamala Harris as Attorney General of California that uh, were joining in the attack on her um, First Amendment rights mm-hmm. uh, in her in her litigation. Well, I'll just give you one example of just how how sure. far this goes. The California Teachers Association president called her on public television the spawn of Satan. Are you kidding? Oh, wow. No, I I kid you not. Oh. I mean, come on. You know, can you imagine if an attack like that went in the opposite direction? Yeah, it would be it would be all over. National news. It would be all over right. This Twitter. It's very aggressive. Yeah. Uh, it's an ad hominem mm-hmm. or personal oh, yeah. attack. The person. attack. attack right. the, if you can't attack the argument, mm-hmm. you've attacked the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those are the types of attacks um, that mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca Friedrichs has had to endure all yeah. these years and still does. Pretty sad. Well, President Trump, he's trying. He is to, trying to break the teachers' unions' grips on schools across the country. What do you know about that? Well, we're trying to encourage him to get even more aggressive than he has. But sure. um, one of the things he has begun to talk about is withdrawing federal funding from schools that have, for example, the New York Times 1619 mm-hmm. project mm-hmm. Um, with this you know, uh, revisionist history of America. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'd love to see him also threaten and follow through on public, on, on public, uh, pulling public funding from schools that have this very aggressive pornographic right. sex mm-hmm. ed curriculum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other things that frankly have nothing to do with educating our children mm-hmm. 
um, to to love learning, to become great citizens of a country, and go on to becoming yeah. successful adults. Which right. which which these which which our American kids are capable of doing when oh, they have the yeah. right support, and that's what we've been seeing. For generations. So right. we are at the end of our time, Kim. It's been what, so really wonderful fast. to have yes, you here. Yeah. Can you one more time say the name of the website yes. if teachers want to opt out? We just have a couple more year. days to do so. Right. Yep. If teachers want to stop giving $57 million a year to the, all of this, go to educatedteachersmn.org and opt out today. You have until September 30th to do so. But just go do it today. Get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You are very informative as always. Thank You're you, welcome. Kim. We're so grateful to have you on. And thank you, Mark. As always. Always enjoy having Thanks, uh, time with you. And thank you to our listeners. And we will see you again next week at 6 p.m. Education Nation, AM 1280, The Patriot. Good night. Good night.